Good afternoon, and welcome to the Voice of Wisdom. With over 60 years of experience as an investment banker, entrepreneur, investment analyst, economist, and venture capitalist, Morty Davis is Wall Street and capitalism personified. The over 400 companies for which he has raised more than $3 billion over the years have created a countless number of jobs and exciting new products. Through the Voice of Wisdom, Mr. Davis explores, analyzes, and debates the most topical political, economic, and social issues facing our world today. Joining Mr. Davis today for a discussion on the virtues and limitations of government is Brett Kingstone. Mr. Kingstone is a high-tech entrepreneur, award-winning real estate developer, inventor, author, and generous philanthropist. And now, Mr. Davis and Mr. Kingstone. Welcome again to the um, Voice of Wisdom podcast um, that we get together on every Wednesday at evening at 6.30. You, my cherished, precious guests, um, who add more to the program than even my uh, uh, enormous wisdom, um, it's great to be back with you, and it's great, especially great, for me to have Brett Kingstone who's one of the uh, uh, outstanding geniuses and entrepreneurs and innovative um, people that I've had the good fortune to fund over the years. He's built an empire, and he's uh, the most charming, personable guy, so you're going to be excited as I am to have him on board today. And he has, a, uh, as I understand it, from our brief conversations, and as I know him over the years, a somewhat different view of the role of government and and uh, and actually even democracy and and um, and the uh, role that government play plays in the United States. Uh, he somehow feels that um, all that the government does. Leads is is mo moving us more towards socialism and communism, and uh, like um, Grover Norquist, who is urging the elimination of all tax collection, because he says we have to sink the government, or or not sink the government, but shrink the government, sink it too, but shrink the government to the size where it could be drowned in a bathtub. So uh, <laughs> so uh, I think Brett is in that uh, same uh, mindset because he feels that government like uh, um, President um, Reagan once said, the government is, is the problem, not the solution. Although his his actions uh, often um, acted contrary to that statement, because he introduced many of the things, including the he was active on the EPA and and having more uh, and immigrants come to the states, so he was more activist. But but he bought into that uh, mantra that the government's more. Um, more uh, problemless solution. And, uh, you know, people don't realize, most of us don't realize, 
how important and even vitally critical are the uh, the actions that the government takes, the ways that it, uh, it is involved in our lives, because it's it's mostly very subtle and on a daily basis we we don't take note of it, and that's uh, true of um, general true that uh, of the awareness unawareness of the vast majority of Americans. So in this discussion, um, Brett, who is very articulate and I admire and, and I respect his, his genius and his wisdom, is going to take the position that uh, I'm wrong and, you know, you can agree with him and I certainly agree with him on some of aspects of what he says, but overwhelmingly I disagree that government it, it doesn't play a major role, positive role in our lives. So, Brett, let me introduce you, and you, you make some opening remarks, and then we can go at it. Well, first, Marty, you're never, I've never found you in the, God, 40 years that I've known you ever to be wrong. You may be misinformed sometimes, but never wrong. And I think the Voice of Wisdom was the appropriate title for your podcast, because I certainly benefited from your wisdom for many years. And quite frankly, uh, in spite of all my success, I realized where I got my start in life. And you made that happen. Your firm, D.H. Blair, took our company public on NASDAQ. We eventually uh, had the majority of our shares acquired by a company on the New York Stock Exchange and led to many further high-tech companies and real estate uh, companies for them. But you gave me my start, Marty, and also your advice and wisdom was very critical, I believe, in the growth and success of my company. So thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Not to argue with you, but <laughs> I know you're expecting me to argue with you, but for now I must tell you. Well, uh, tell, me, your uh, tell me you, uh, at, the, at the opening here about your views on, on what, what government is or should be or, or that it gets uh, your views as government is is an obstacle and gets in the way and they're like right. that it should be okay. or that it, it's, it's the problem more than the solution. So I'll address those issues, but I first want to say that in your summary, you pretty much summarized my viewpoint and the viewpoint of most libertarians who believe that we should have less government, not more of it. Um, any organization that puts out like the PPP loan, which was $1.7 trillion, to try to somehow jumpstart and stimulate businesses that they wrongly shut down using COVID sanctions that were completely onerous and unnecessary. It was the government's fault that created the shutdown of the economy by overreacting for the coronavirus. We should have, we should have quarantined the 10% of the population that were, had high morbidity rates, such as elderly and people with diabetes, not quarantine the 90% of the population that would have experienced nothing more than the flu and could have been productive and conduct their businesses. So then they threw another $2 trillion almost at this with 40% of that close to $2 trillion completely going to scam artists and in many cases overseas criminals who were applying for PPP loans with drop boxes at post offices around the country claiming they had 
dozens of employees. I can tell you that my company, Max King Realty, we never, you know, the only government loan I ever had in my life was my student loan. I fully paid it off when I graduated Stanford. But I must tell you that we never took a government loan support or anything. I don't believe in them. If a company is profitable, that should be its main basis for its funds, not government handouts. But a third party took out a loan. I found out from the Secret Service when they called me that a third party took out a PPP loan in Max King Realty's name. I said, why didn't the bank even call me? And this is not a small loan. I mean, $100,000 plus. Why didn't they make one phone call to at least verify? No, the government wanted us to push out the money. We didn't do that. I even spoke to the bank, which is Customers Bank in Pennsylvania. Now, think about this. Somebody applied allegedly from Florida, not to one of the local banks that they have a relationship with, but Customers Bank in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, who they never had an account with, no information, no nothing, and they got a six-figure PPP loan. And this is something administered by the government. I don't think the government should be picking winners or losers. I don't think the government should be subsidizing private industry, certainly not big businesses. And also, I think 90% of the activities that the government currently are involved in are contrary to what the founding fathers said was the role of government. That is to provide for the common defense, primarily, and to make sure that we provide the basic services for those in need. We've gone well beyond that. We've got a government that's dictating to us from how we raise our children to what the children will learn in school, trying to tell parents they shouldn't have a role in their own children's education, to dictating in almost every other aspect of our life that they shouldn't be involved in. We should be focused on the military, the judicial system to make sure criminals don't run rapid. In fact, the government's doing the opposite now. The government is actually putting in place district attorneys who are letting repeat offenders, including murderers, back on the streets as opposed to protecting our very citizens. So that, in summary, is my argument. I turn it back to you to tell me where I'm wrong. Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, Brett, uh, while I disagree with you, I'm certainly not going to make the argument by long shot that the government is perfect. It's definitely imperfect. There's a lot of waste and corruption. But, it's inefficient. But, it's inefficient. Well, you ran your business, Morty, the way the government runs theirs. You would have been bankrupt rather than being a multi-billion-dollar investment bank firm funding billions and billions of dollars of new companies. It's inefficient. The people in government have never signed the front of the paycheck. They've only signed the back of one. You've signed the front of paycheck. I've signed the front of paychecks. They should not be doing the job that private industry can do much more better and much more efficient. For some reason, for some reason, you choose to narrow the um, goals and objectives and the guidance of our forefathers when they prepared the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. It's outlined in the Constitution. Absolutely. If you read the Constitution, they believed in citizen soldiers and citizen statesmen. These 50-year uh, uh, public servants that have made their lifetime on the public dole being in Congress have corrupted the entire system. They, we should have term limits 
that nobody gets to be in government for more than four to six years. It's, it's insane that you've got people 50 years later in their late 80s running the country when they don't even remember what room there is, what day it is, and what what's even on their script in front of them. It just doesn't make sense. Right, I'm not going to get into that with you. You know I'm referring to, don't you? I'm not going to disagree you on some of that, but that's a, a completely other discussion. The over, overriding statement that I pick up from our forefathers, to me, that's the, the most meaningful is that the role of our democratic, capitalist uh, system, institution, government, is to provide life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it, it doesn't get into those details. And where it gets into the details, in my judgment, it made a lot of uh, mistakes that, that define it, uh, our future too rigidly, as for example, my my uh, view that the Second Amendment should have been more clearly defined instead of the, the saying uh, if they meant it, a well def, uh, uh, well armed militia should allow every citizen to uh, own guns. If if they meant every citizen should have the right to own guns, they could have said that they had. Tremendous facility and wisdom on how to how to use the English language, and the fact that they. Boy, I think the founding fathers were even smarter than you realize. I think they left it broad on purpose that they didn't want any limitations on the uh, civilians' right to own guns. Why? If the citizens of but that's the limitation. Uh, no, but that's hold on, Morty. Definition. They have the means and the resources to defend themselves against the government. They have the ability to water the tree of liberty with the blood of tyrants. And I must tell you, the guns are more than just the instrument of defense. The right to bear arms is the message to any person who comes into office and becomes a dictator, that you cannot become a dictator over this population because this population, the American population, will have the tools, the means, and the determination to overthrow you just like they overthrew the British. We had an insurrection that almost overthrew the government in uh, January 6th, uh, 2000. Uh, never almost
totally loyal, couldn't <laughs> never contradict Pence. So it definitely was an insurrection. It's a miracle that it didn't succeed. Morty, what about the Antifa riots when they firebomb cities all over the country? Why has this not been an issue? Why are we not having um, a, a January 6th? I agree with you. That's, that's right. All those people not, who are literally I'm, burning down I'm not and gonna, murdering thousands of our I'm not going to defend the Antifa, Antifa. However, well, where was the where was the committee investigating here that? Was, and here is our own president and our own government that was overthrowing it with guns that only are available because of the the stupidity of that. Morty, Morty, Morty. There were no guns on anybody who entered. The only guns that was shot was when one of the the Secret Service people in the building, or sorry, the Capitol Police, shot one of the protesters. And she died, and she was, was an Air Force veteran. Was, Morty, there were no guns brought in. Because if there were guns brought in, Morty, there would have been an insurrection. I don't, know if would realize, I don't know if you realize, and you're you're pretty cognizant of everything, that Trump insisted that they let the guns go through, and the Secret Service said, "No, we won't let any guns beyond this point." So it's a miracle that the guns didn't go through, but they had them. And they and they and Trump even announced they should hang Pence. So it was an insurrection. It's a miracle that it didn't right. work. And as uh, did anybody, any protesters shoot anyone? Did any protesters shoot even one person during this so-called insurrection? No, the, one the, person the, shot the, by a protest because no, the, nobody. No, because there were police who who acted as shields, and they got shot. A few people got shot and killed with guns. Not and with, by the protesters on the stick. Yes, the by only the, death by shooting by occurred the, by a, a Catholic policeman shooting a protester. By the protesters. That's a fact. A, a anyway, anyway let's, let's, not spend, only let's not spend the entire yeah. hour discussing Okay, John. go ahead. Continue. Continue, continue. <clears throat> you got me off track because I was starting to say you that about I, the January 6th insurrection that, and you wanted to move no, to that another I, point. That I don't disagree with you that government is often inept and, and okay. certainly not perfect and, and, and the, uh, the foref our forefathers recognized that and said even as they wrote it they said but we should work to make a more perfect union they realized it was far from And so, but but I want to get back to the, the language of the Second Amendment. They knew language better than anybody. And that uh, opening phrase was a limitation. It said, in a well-armed militia. That says that if you're part of it, and I agree with that. As a well while on militia, we should have guns. Just as we should, we have, you know, guys retired from the military to continue to serve and do great work, but not to give it every to every person, including people who have never been uh, scrutinized whether they're capable of of uh, using it properly or avoiding their, their going out as they have done and killing right away, or 
to use uh, assault weapons which are made for war. Even there it's wrong because we spend our lives finding ways to kill more faster. You know, it's called defense, but it's by young people who, if they knew each other, probably could be best friends. And we, we, you know, we have, and nobody's more guilty and that's on that score than, than the government, which this government, the U.S. government, has been more belligerent than any government in, in perhaps in the history of, uh, or in the history certainly since its formation, uh, entered more wars, initiated more wars, contributed weapons to more wars than any other country in the world. So guns are not the answer to anything. They're, they're the... For self-protection, uh, more people are killed owning guns than protecting themselves when when they're uh, invaded in their homes. And and we care more more about guns than we do about kids, because we have school killings that they do nothing nothing about, and we have slaughters by assault weapons that should be restricted, and and the ability to shoot hundreds of bullets. Uh, to get these, uh, what, do, what do they call it, uh, when, when, when they have uh, uh, your High-capacity mag- high high-capacity uh, high high capacity magazines. High-capacity magazines. Magazines, right. There's no reason for that. But I don't, have- I don't want to get into single issues. I want to tell, okay. you, right. I'll tell you all the good things that the government does that we're not cognizant of uh, every single day. Jordy, Jordy, I, that list is about that small of the good things the government does and the bad things the government does. I can't move my arms wide enough to let you know how many things they do wrong. Government is the most wasteful organization. As you know as an entrepreneur, and I know as an entrepreneur, nothing gets done by committee. You have to have leaders who, are, who have to take responsibility you got people spending other people's money in conflict, and they're playing with it like monopoly money. And by the way, if they continue to play with our money and our tax dollars the way they are, our dollar is not going to be worth more than monopoly money that you buy at the toy store. It's going to be like the Weimar Republic in Germany, where they were wheelbarrowing pounds and pounds of, uh, like 50 to 100 pounds worth of Deutschmarks wrapped in rubber bands which could buy you only a loaf of bread due to inflation. Brett, that led to World War II. Brett, I agree with you that committees are not a, an effective way to get the most done. Amen. But I have to point out... Amen. That, no, but I have to point out that the, the most damage is, has done in countries that had a single ruler. So uh, kings or, or a, a Hitler or Mussolini, a single ruler, not committee. So... Don't say committee is the the uh, founding fathers. You know, countries called and Morty, I agree with you. I agree with you. And they were countries called the Union of Soviet Socialist Republic, now known as Russia, and the Nas- National uh, Work uh, Socialist Workers Party, also known as the Nazi Party. And we are heading towards socialism. But it was Stalin. It was Stalin. A dictatorial regime. By having a socialist government, it was Stalin and Hitler. It was individuals that uh, uh, perpetrated the worst. Party, 
It wasn't committee. It wasn't parties. It was a, a single leader. But let, let me get back to... Uh, I think they had Polish and right viewers underneath them that were carrying out... Their but they ran, they ran it. They ran it. They ran it. Three generals tried to kill Hitler because they felt that uh, he was doing the wrong thing. And they, unfortunately, he always came on time. One time, he had a meeting with them and he came late. And as a result of that, those three generals were found out and uh, killed instantly. They were hanged. So, yeah, so right. it's always... And the bag simple, was moved to the side of the table. A evil leader that does it. But, and, and, and our Constitution even made you know, sort of, uh, what do they call it? Um, gods, uh, you know. Guardrails. Guardrails by having, you know, the three different uh, uh, branches. branches of government to, to forestall each other from or for and then forestall to forestall a single executive president to to do whatever he wants to do. So and the founding fathers were brilliant with that idea. Brilliant. Were, that that's that's in place was that's that's introducing a committee instead of saying the president should run everything. They didn't say that president should run everything. They didn't like the idea of it. I don't think the president should run everything, Morty. No, you I don't think they should, but I think think 75% of what the government is doing should be done by private industry. You criticize government for working by different committees. And that's what our founding fathers set up. The, the, the three branches of governments are different committees. So, so no individual could act uh, unilaterally. Right, but they're taking on too many activities that they should have not be involved in. That's my point. Anyway. They have the government structured as it is, but they should not be involved in every single aspect of our life, and they should not be throwing money out the window and in the garbage can for well, many might- different issues that are not pertinent to the public safety we'll get, we'll and get, providing we'll for the common sense. My major contribution, con, uh, um, disagreement with you and, uh, and um, uh, not complaint, but uh, criticism of you is criticism, that, yeah. yeah, is that um, you keep saying that the government, whatever the government do, does and has done, has moved us towards socialism and communism, which is absolutely yes. ridiculous because what, what other countries have done and history teaches us is that we can do much to improve our prosperity, our standard of living, and overall happiness by seeing what other countries do that make them more uh, um, productive, more um, uh, produce a greater standard of living and uh, prosperity and overall happiness. And these are actions that the government takes, all of which you would you claim are, are detrimental and con- contrary to our goals. So when, when, when Roosevelt introduced Social Security or unemployment insurance or so many things that serve us so well today, they said he was 
He was a socialist, a communist, and today that's uh, the Republicans. Anything that the government does, the Republicans say we're socialists. We're moving to socialist. That's nonsense. We're not socialists. We're not communists. We're caring. We're caring. We care about our people. We take care of our people. We're not greedy as as industry is, as private industry is, as, and all as as they they take literally. Uh, Milton Friedman. The only role of corporations is profitability. That's all that counts. Of of industry of companies of profitability. That's bullshit. Because if that's the only role we have. Wait, if that's the only role we have, we'd go back to what we had before we had regulations, where kids were hired because they could pay them little or nothing, because the, there was a fire in Brooklyn where 200 women or more were killed by the fire because they had no uh, guidelines, no uh, requirements. The Flatiron Fire, that was the New York, Morty. I know no, what you're talking about. No, New York no requirements. The Flatiron Building, right. 300 no. people died. No requirements. It was in Manhattan. You're right. No requirements yeah. and no exits and no not enough exits. All those things are barred the door. Yeah. All those things occur because all they care about is profits. They don't care. When I was a kid, when I got up in the morning, all the smokestacks were letting out black smoke, and and L.A. was like impossible to live in and go through because it was full of fog and smog and everything. It's only that government and the EPA over the years that's made it tolerable and livable. And if we're up to uh, companies, they care nothing about the chemicals they let uh, flow into the uh, rivers, to our water. They they don't care They don't because it hurts profitability. Even today, they want to, all they say is drill, 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 baby. They don't care that this is a toxic fuel that causes asthma and heart disease, and we should move as rapidly as we can away from those things, and also away from being uh, bamboozled and exploited uh, and raped by, by OPEC. It's outrageous. You know, there's no reason for oil be, to be selling at more than $20 a barrel were it not for OPEC. Morty, may I respond to that? Please. That's the purpose of this. That's the purpose of this program, this dialogue. Okay, so number one, the only reason we're being raped by OPEC is we have a complete moron running this country that has stopped the ability for us to produce our own domestic oil. And you know when people have the chance to take advantage of you, Brett? Can I stop you right there? It's been going on since '72, so it's been every president. Every presidential moron. Every every presidential moron has has laid back and and while they were getting raped, been increased our our love and our uh, partnership with Saudi Arabia, who led that rape. Who led it? Who leads? Marty, all I'm telling you is don't all of them then were say, wrong. Say we need to present, focus on domestic production of domestic Every more. That would end the problem. So, Morty, if we in, in, incentivized, encouraged, and uh, liberated 
domestic production of oil, we wouldn't have to speak to the Saudis no. and just negotiate. No. We because, can produce it no. all ourselves. Paul, because part of the conspirators and, and the uh, cooperators of that, uh, what is it called, not, not uh, monopoly, but... Uh, the oil uh, industry. Cartel. Part of the, that cartel is Exxon and, and every major oil company. And they love it because they're price gouging. They're making, they never made so much money as they did last year. They don't do anything to, to control. They love the prices going up. They, they can't... Morty, so then why is Biden going to our mortal enemies, the Venezuelans and the Iranians and asking They can't join. They can't wait to join the rape. You know, if, 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 uh, if uh, what do you call it, is, is raping us, if, if OPEC and, and Saudi was raping us, they can't wait to join in because it helps them gouge the American citizens. It's outrageous. I'm and you're a bright guy. I understand that's your opinion. I understand that's your that's opinion, not, but I beg that's, to... That's facts. That's obvious. That's your interpretation. Let me... Let me give you a simple example. Let me make it more simpler for you. That's your blindness. I'm going to give you one simple example that will help you understand. Okay. Right now, we know that Russia has been supplying the majority of natural gas to Europe. Not the United States. Russia. And now that there's a war going on, which the European countries are supporting, including us, Russia is turning off that supply of natural gas, and their Europe is facing some serious problems with people, their population freezing to death this winter. Why wouldn't the American greedy oil and gas companies not want to step in to replace Russia in selling natural gas to Europe? Why wouldn't it be to their advantage to do this unless the United States government, people in charge now, are not letting them produce enough in surplus that it can provide for our domestic needs as well as foreign needs. You want to make more money? You sell more product, Morty. It's not about price gouging. If they can get the entire population of Europe to be buying American oil, American gas, we'd all be better off. Why is that not happening, though? And so would the oil companies. As greedy as they may be, uh, it would be logical for them to step into Russia's shoes and take over those hundreds of billions of dollars with oil and gas there, okay? Why is it not happening? Because we're restricting production in our home because of the Green New Deal. And Morty, you care about the health and welfare of people who might be affected by oil and gas? Let me tell you, natural gas is the safest energy to use, far safer than the rare earth metals that are required, like cadmium, that goes into car batteries to these electric cars. You can't even throw them in the garbage. They have to go to a special garbage dump. It's so costly. You know the child, talk about child labor? Yeah, I don't know labor that occurs in the well, African countries. I don't know where you get this science. Hideous. Where do you Hideous, get, where do you get your science? Where do you get your science? From facts. The safe facts, Morty. From safest. Uh, you know what goes into a safest energy. Battery, Morty? The safest energy. Solar. Solar. The safest. And. Uh, and, and, and government, government was more active and treated this issue like it did the, the, the desire to beat the Russians with, uh, to, uh, after Sputnik to the, to the moon. moon. 
we would have today all uh, energy that was re replaced all this toxin a long time ago. We've done nothing with nothing. Government, that's my... Okay, but it's not solar, it's not wind, and it's not car batteries, I assure you. Car batteries, to make a car battery, it uses more caustic material than any of the carbon footprint produced by the uh, oil and gas sources, Morty. But it doesn't spread it. Car batteries are it the most What's the thing that's... Uh, and the uh, labor that goes into it is terrible. It doesn't spread it like it through a muffler. When I was a kid, every time I went on a street or I, I went out on a fire escape to get fresh air in the summer because we were poor and we lived on a low floor, there was a bus stopped right beneath us. And instead of getting air, we got their, their muffler exhaust. And, and that's, that's, government changed that. Government changed that. And and private industry would never change it because it it hurts their profits doing something to the muffler, and and while batteries are yeah ter are ter terrible they're bad but but they're not that are, that are you know dispatching it while they're riding their car, so uh, right. you're a smart guy and you know that and we have the capacity to replace all that oil with with science if we cared. But the big companies... With what, Morty? With what? With, with What's available now to replace that oil and gas? With wind, with solar, and with other new, new technologies. Morty, with, solar doesn't work during half the 24 hours of the day. At night, solar gives you zero energy. Well, you, what are you going to do the other 12 hours? They're learning, but our technology is so good that we're learning how to store it. It's not been a high priority because the oil companies are resistant, and they're the major. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the guys that they send around the Congress. Uh, what? Lobbyists. Lobbyists. They're lobbyists. The that spend more money. To, the major lobbyists in Washington run run the country. It's not the people that run the country. It's not the majority. It's the NRA. It's the oil companies. It's the NRA being the gun, the gun lobbies, it's the pharmaceutical. And the, look, without government, the pharmaceutical company used to put out drugs and make claims for things that were, were destructive. Not only didn't cure you, so the government introduces. Let me give you a partial list. A partial list, okay? Okay, I'll listen. A list, and you you could agree all of this is helpful, and but there's nothing that's more dangerous to capitalism than the greed and the selfishness of companies to just focus on profits and not care about people or communities. Oh, there's something more dangerous, Morty. Communism and socialism is far more dangerous. We're not talking about communism. Major world wars you're, you're, committed by communist and socialist countries. You're taking... Much more dangerous than any degree of profit. I, I agree with you, okay. but you're taking pejorative okay. words. We agree. That's good. You're doing like the Republicans take pejorative words that we have nothing to do with. We're not doing introducing socialism or communism. If, if introducing... There was nothing pejorative about six million of our people being murdered. There was nothing pejorative by the tens of millions of people. The two wars started by socialist and communist regimes. That's not pejorative. That's not pejorative. That. 
Stop accusing us of something we're not doing, and then just use pejorative words every time. If one Trump, example. I want to ask you, if Roosevelt introduced Social Security, was that a, a, a communism or socialism? No, I think it was public, public policy and planning. Right. Introduced unemployment insurance. Was that was that socialism or communism? No, I I don't think it was either. What what makes so us? Let me tell you what socialism was, Morty. What's happening now with all these green new deal plans? Let me finish. Build back better. Let me finish. Waste of money. Let me finish. Sure. The difference. Sure. between this, how us and China, and one of the reasons China has been growing dramatically, and we've been rather flat over the last 40, 50 years, productively, yes. GDP-wise, is because the Chinese are smart enough, even though they're called communists, to take the best of what they see in any other country, including the United States, and while they're called communists, they're the most capitalist country in the world because they have more billionaires than any country in the world. So, Karl Marx would and that's tell a fact. I agree with you there, and Morty. Marx the reason would why they're more successful than us is they're more capitalist than Karl we are now, and we're more socialist than they are. Right. Karl Marx would turn over... I agree with you on that point. Yes. Yeah, so, so why, why do you call us if we're moving towards socialism and coming? We should pick up... Let me give you one quick answer. Good ideas that they, me a question, I'd like to answer it. Please. I'll answer your question. Not too long ago, Biden appointed what was written in George Orwell and utilized by both Donald and Hitler as a minister of disinformation. For the first time in our history, we were going to hire somebody with sweeping powers, a woman who sang to a Mary Poppins song on, on national TV, the minister of disinformation, who was going to be the self-appointed arbiter of Biden, okay, to basically decide everything that we're allowed to say publicly and what we're not allowed to say publicly, to basically rule freedom of speech. This is the most extreme form of socialism when for the first time in history, the United States, and by the way, it was so shocking even to the Democrats, they couldn't stand it anymore. And they all voted behind the scenes to throw this crazy woman out who was going to basically be the arbiter of all free speech to decide what we're allowed to say, what words we're not allowed to say, and how we were allowed to say it. And she was going to basically censor all opinions that she and Biden didn't agree with. So it wasn't, God, that's it wasn't introduced. It wasn't more socialist. It wasn't, it wasn't an actor. Free speech. Wait, let me ask you. So it wasn't it an actor. It almost was, Morty, for the first time in history. That shows government works. It wasn't an actor. Anyway, let me read just some of how close we came to the abyss. Yeah, we, we, close, we came close the to the insurrection where, where we wouldn't have turned over government to the, to elected, the newly elected president. Morty, if it was me in that crowd, it would have been an insurrection. It would have been overthrown. I got more weapons in my gun vault downstairs than no. the, the city and county sheriff do. Okay? That's I've shown it to Leonard and seen it. Thank God you direction not these people who were i think were protesters they were upset nobody thank anyone from the protest wait thank god that you weren't part of that because as what's her name says green what's the first name margaret green marjorie taylor green, marjorie taylor taylor green. green. 
or the other guy, uh, what's his name? The two of them said, if we were there, we would have had guns and we would have put Trump in. And you're in that same league, yes, as that. I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't, I'm sorry I wouldn't say that. that, that, that I wasn't there league. and I wouldn't have been there because I, I think voting is the best way to change government. No, but you said a few But I must tell you, voting is the best way to change the government, not armed insurrection. But that was not an armed insurrection. But I assure you this, if a dictator or a foreign nation ever invaded our soil, I will open my gun vault and I will use it. If that wasn't armed insurrection, I don't know what, what constitutes armed insurrection. There was nobody who was armed. Can't have an armed insurrection without an arm. Trump said, let, the, ahead, let the guns through, including assault weapons. That's what he said, but they stopped him. Anyway, I'll give you a partial list. A partial list. Please. There's a public service recognition. 50 ways government works for us. 50 ways. You might not agree that all of them are worthwhile, but Social okay. Security payments help 51 million Americans. College loan programs help millions who might otherwise not be able to afford higher education. And they also have Pell Grants that, that send them people to school for free. U.S. Morty, they should make them pay the loans back. U.S. Make them pay those loans back. U.S. Postal Service inspection programs help prevent mail fraud. Social Security Disability provides benefits if you become too disabled to work. So in the old days, if you became too disabled to work, you could die or you could be homeless on the streets and so forth. That's part of what government does. Medicare provides government health care for seniors. People that otherwise formerly could never get, get, you know, in the old days when I was a kid, before they enacted, I could go back that far. I was, before Roosevelt introduced these things, if people got old and they didn't have money, they were either homeless on the streets, they laid around like people today do, vagrants, and or they went to poor houses, were even, which were even worse than laying around on the streets because they were beaten and they were mistreated and so forth. So Social Security changed that horrendous, you know, impossible to believe uh, that a, a society would allow. <clears throat> so Medi Medicare uh, provides government health care and Social Security provides at least a minimal uh, income during your old age. Old age. So you're not homeless or, or in a poor house. Organic foods are certified by U.S. Department of Agriculture standards. People used to make all kind of claims without basis and, and sell every kind of garbage. Food stamps protect families facing hardships by help, helping them buy the food they need for good health, for very survival. <clears throat> The federal minimum wage law makes sure every covered worker gets paid at least the basic wage. Before that, they, they could, uh, if they had, they had the power before the unions especially, to pay whatever they felt like. <clears throat> the Federal and Medical Leave Act provides the right to take time off from work to care for a sick child or parent without losing your job. 
they used to fire you if you took a job off. So those were protections that only regulations could, government regulations could. And these are subtle things that happen every day and we don't take note of. Can I because- say one thing? Can I, can I say one thing? I've that- employed thousands of people in my I've employed thousands of people in my lifetime. We've always had paid medical leave. Not because I was the most benevolent of all people, but if you want to keep good people, it's in my personal business interest as an owner of a company to give people paid medical leave so I can keep good people on my staff. We also, as you know, Morty, when we went public, I gave 20% of my stock as stock options to all my employees. People said, Brett, you're out of your mind. You know how much you're giving away? And I says, no, me giving away 20% of the stock to my employees is the best insurance policy I have that my 80% is going to be worth something. And more importantly, when it later we went public and I was diluted down to like 30 or 40%, that my 30 or 40% is going to be worth something. You know what? The employees would look at the Wall Street Journal every day, look at the stock price, understand the value of their stock. They come in on weekends. They work late at night. So I must tell you, I don't think capitalism is unbenevolent as you say it is. Good managers, good owners. In fact, just last week, I had all my staff from my real estate company at my ranch. I took them all snowmobiling at my expense, flew them out from Florida to Colorado, took them out on snowmobiling, skiing, all these things. Not because I was just a benevolent guy. I enjoyed it. Yes, it was fun. But because I realized it's good for the morale of your employees. It's good business to do it. Please don't think it's only because of the government that these things happen. Brett. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Blessedly, thankfully, and I have immense admiration for you, but that's not typical of, of American employers before or even today. When that, You do it voluntarily, and that's wonderful, and, and I admire you for it. And you're right. It's, it keeps your employees. It's good for your, for your long-term growth of the company. But you're not focused only on profits, because otherwise you would not have any of those programs. So you're, you're unique, and for that I admire you. But if the government didn't... We have profit because we have happy employees. My number one rule has always been happy employees make happy customers. And if you don't have any happy customers, there's no need for rule number two, three, or four because you don't have a business if you don't have happy customers. Well, if you could be a... If you could be a missionary and convey that and, and induce that on all the other employers, we wouldn't need any any rules or regulations. Anyway, let me go on. Okay. Go ahead. Please go ahead. Go ahead. So that goes for the federal minimum wage law, which there would be no no minimum and and, and employers to improve profits would would do whatever to reduce wages because that's the fastest way to produce produce profits, and they would let chemicals leak, and they would let uh, uh, water be uh, poisoned, all the things that that the government stops them from doing because to get more profits. <clears throat> the Department of Interior protects our national parks, and and the government actually owns and and built all those national parks for the enjoyment of all Americans. Nobody says, you know, that's good government or government is good for that. Bank regulations limit your loss to $50 if someone steals money from your account with your ATM credit card. That's a miracle, you know. Absent that, they could take all, all the money out of your account and you wouldn't be protected. 
copyright and patent laws protect protect companies and protect inventions and creative work from being used or stolen. That's that's good for somebody like you. It's startup. Uh, you need that. So without the government, Morty, there would be a. On would, that point, I must tell you, I, you know, I had a big FBI case regarding the. I remember. Yeah. By the right. Let me tell you something. The government did absolutely nothing. I hired former Israeli Mossad agents and private investigators around the world to hunt these people down and bring them to justice. The government didn't do a damn thing for me. So, unfortunately, Morty, yes, we have a law, but it's not being enforced. And the people I met at the Small Business Administration were imbeciles, and nobody did anything. So I had to take it in my own hands. Brett, okay? you take your own experience and individual incidents. Are you saying that the patent law doesn't protect people's patents or ownership of those patents? I think it's an absolute waste. The Chinese companies okay. steal your technology overseas, can't be regulated by our laws, and more importantly, the government's not willing to take the harsh actions using public and foreign policy to stop them. So, but the courts, no. A patent, you know what we call the patent at Stanford? Do you know what we call the patent at Stanford? It was called the Chinese Blueprint. Okay? Because okay. you file a U.S. patent, the next day the Chinese are copying your technology. Yeah. And we've made enormous progress over the years by by using the patent laws, and notwithstanding the Chinese stealing ours, ours, and we steal their patent, we steal what they develop. One of the great things about the um, internet, and I said that before uh, Google even occurred, because I I took a company public that printed scientific journals and books, and they sold them PhDs. They sold them for like $25,000 each or $50,000 each because there was a very small audience from them. But there was so much duplication. In China, the guys were doing the same thing. In Russia, they were doing the same thing. In England, they were doing re, re, reproducing the same PhDs. Once the Internet came out, you started where the last guy left off, so it saved, it, it, it accelerated advancement enormously. But patents are critical Everybody in industry will tell you that, and the courts do protect. Maybe the, the government doesn't, but the court, the, the courts that are run. You have a couple of million dollars to spend on lawyers, Marty. You can defend your patent. But I tell you, nothing is perfect, but you wouldn't want to live without it. All right. You know, actually, it, it was interesting. In nineteen, in eighteen ninety-eight, the head of the patent office says we we should close down. Because there won't be any more new or uh, meaningful patents. <laughs> that was their view. And they <laughs> I hope he was fired. <laughs> no, and I, I was. He was fired. I was in the biggest Wall Street firm years ago. Incidentally, what you said about the the, the workers reading the Wall Street Journal—they don't even. They never even heard. Most workers never even heard of the Wall Street Journal. So they don't read the Wall Street Journal. You're pretty naive. But, but anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. I was working at a Wall Street firm and it had the biggest research department of any firm on Wall Street because they had the most correspondence. <laughs> and the head of research one time got up and said, all of the great companies that have ever been developed have already been developed. There won't be any new ones really developed. And in those days, we didn't, have Google, we didn't have Google, we didn't have... Uh, 
Facebook, we didn't have uh, Netflix. Tesla, Tesla. Tesla, we didn't have, have, I mean, much more than that. We didn't have all of the biotech, there wasn't even a biotech in it. So, but it shows you how how important the patent patent, uh, agency is. Child-resistant packaging rules reduce poisonings from medicine and household cleaners. We take that for granted. Public education is available to every child through government. The worst education in the world. You still could go to private schools. The no, U- if you can afford it, Morty, that's the U- fair to the poor. Only the wealthy can send the it to U- The U.S., it's better than no education. The U.S. Mint <laughs> currency and manufacturers coin. Inspection of meat, dairy, and food products protect against contamination and disease. These are just like things you won't even know about. You don't, People don't realize every day. Truth and lending laws discourage rip-offs by credit card companies or even banks and, and, and others that, that uh, are in the, uh, sort of the banking-like uh, industry. Enforcement of the Federal Clean Air Act guarantees a commitment uh, toward providing safer air to breathe. As I told you, when I was a kid, the air was impossible to breathe. And without the government, it would have stayed the same because the industry had no interest or not using coal or not or putting in filters or anything. Federal dams provide power, flood control and irrigation. You don't even know that. I don't know that. But federal dams provide electrical power, flood control and irrigation. Federal deposit insurance protects bank accounts. Before that was true, banks went bankrupt you lost all your money, even though it was a savings account. We don't realize that. We take it, I mean, we don't even take it for granted. We're totally unaware of these things. And these are only, this is only a partial list. Construction and maintenance of interstate highways that link the country as a government role. Eisenhower did that more than, better than anybody. That was a Republican. The government provides assistance to artists and musicians to help develop and preserve American culture. You might say that's not too important. Military doctors eliminated diseases like typhoid and yellow fever. That's, that's government-controlled military doctors, government-financed. Regulations prevent the sale of alcohol and tobacco to minors. Is that a good thing or not? A good thing. Okay. The U.S. Weather Service provides storm and hurricane warnings. Isn't that something worthwhile? Federal law prohibits employment discrimination on the basis of age, race, gender, color, national origin, childbirth or disability, or even the hiring of of, uh, kids below a certain age. The federal housing. Morning, can I intervene on that one? More that personal experience. Please can I intervene on that. Yeah. Okay. As you know, I'm a very proud Jewish American. 
Right. My chief operating officer of my company being a Muslim Egyptian immigrant woman, American woman. She didn't get that job because she was a woman. She didn't get that job because she was Egyptian American. And she didn't get that job because she was Muslim. She got it because she was the hardest working, the smartest, most dedicated employee who was the most capable to run that company. And quite frankly, I joke, Amon Dillon, she's my chief operating officer. The way I run my company now is staying the hell out of Amon's way because she does an even better job than I do. By the way, when you took me public, I had the first African-American chief financial officer of a publicly traded company in NASDAQ, Deidre Chinsu. When she was approached by all the newspaper, how do you feel about being the first African-American woman that you got this job because of your background and your race? She, she yelled at them and said, absolutely not. I earned this job. I worked my butt off of this job. I'm the hardest working, most dedicated person. I earned my way to this job. I wasn't appointed because of my color or my race. Brett. Morty, that part of what Brett. you've read has been absolutely, absolutely abominized by the government with this, with this equity and inclusion. We're now hiring people because of their color, not their capability. And Brett. Dr. Martin King, King said, the content of their character should matter, not the color of their skin. This is where I think the government overreacts. Brett, Brett, remarkably, right. remarkably, thankfully, admirably, you are a role model. And if everybody was like you, we wouldn't need regulations. The country would be perfect without a government. But you're a uniquely uh, special uh, industry leader and, and owner of a company. So honestly, I don't think so, Morty. I think I've met even better people than you. You're, you're, you're in your own. That's the problem. It's in my own self-interest, Morty. Yeah, but it's in my no, own self-interest to hire the best people, else, regardless of their culture. I have to tell you, everybody else. I have to tell you, everybody else is it's in their own self-interest and greed to 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 do just the opposite of what you do, to hire only people that. Help them that create no no uh, waves that uh, to, that yes men yes that, men and yes women create no unions. Uh, and you know what? Their businesses eventually fail, Morty. Their by, businesses eventually you're, fail. You're you're, you're you're by your behavior and your behavior is hardly typical, very atypical. Let me just go through this because we're almost. Please continue. Sorry, just wanted to interject. FHA, the Federal Housing Authority, and you know this helps Americans become homeowners in amazing ways. Consulates and embassies help U.S. citizens traveling throughout the world. FEMA provides support for victims of hurricanes, floods, and other disasters. You know this, but we, we don't give credit to the government. The National Park Service maintains several thousand miles of trail for park visitors. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers helps maintain the nation's ports, harbors, and navigation channels. Veterans receive education assistance through the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs and the GI Bills. Each year, U.S. Food and Drug Administration approves new, vac new medicines, new vaccines. The Library of Congress is the largest library in the world, which with millions of books, recordings, photographs, maps, manuscripts in its collections, which are made available to the public. 
Public water system provides safe drinking water based on standards set by the APA, EPA. Could you imagine if we didn't have safe water standards, we'd be drinking uh, what they drink in Africa, you know, polluted water, uh, poisonous water. Mud water, mud water. Mud water, feces water, everything. The Transportation System Security Administration monitors the 39 million tons of cargo that are transported annually by passenger and, and by freight carriers. Thanks to the federal aviation, the FAA, the United States Air Traffic Control System, is the safest in the world. The FAA, which is, you, you know, if you want to criticize anything. Which just shut down the entire country last week, by the way. Yeah. Shut down the entire country, they're so efficient. Yeah, but Go the ahead. government runs the FAA, and we haven't had one killing, one, one, uh, 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 that one tragedy, one crash that killed any a single person in commercial aircraft. I'm not talking about private airplanes, uh, small aircraft. Commercial, okay. Commercial. Yeah, we shut down the entire country for one day because of the incompetence. 25 years, in 25 years, it shows how effective the government does. There's no company in the world that has that kind of track record. That's amazing. We don't appreciate that. Okay. Continue. Continue, Morty. Because when you're done, I'm going to end on a happy note. <laughs> I hope so. All of your notes are happy notes. All of your notes are happy notes, but they're not uh, uh, universal. They're not, you know, if everybody was you, yeah. we, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be uh, uh, contrary to you on anything. All right. I don't know where I was left off the list. The Small Business Administration helps Americans start, grow, and, and build businesses that, like you, your company, create tons of new employment. <clears throat> Morty, that would be the first division of government I'd shut down because it's wasteful. It does, you don't need, the SBA doesn't teach people risk-taking. It doesn't teach people to run their companies. They just give money away to companies. I, discussion I, I would terminate the SBA. I don't know what you would, if I was president, discussion. first thing I would terminate. Your university receives 60% of all research funding from federal agencies. The Americans with Disabilities Act guarantees equal opportunities for people with disabilities in public accommodations, employment, transportation, state and local government services, and telecommunications. Veteran Affairs Facility treat millions of Americans each year. It's only recently that the last uh, survivor of the Second World War passed away it shows you, you know, the, the, the residual costs of a war. All these years, the government's been paying to take care of those people we don't even know about. They're hidden. <clears throat> and our veterans, which I really do support, supporting yeah. our veterans. Absolutely. Go ahead. Cost and by the way, my, my, grand, my stepfather, who was a World War II bomber pilot, who flew 35 missions over a B-17, in a B-17 over Nazi Germany, Bomb Berlin five times. He passed away three years ago. He was one of the, the last remaining survivors of uh, World War II veterans. So I understand what you're saying. And on that point, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, your family deserves a lot because my family, they were nearsighted and cross-eyed and so forth. And uh, as they became pilots, <laughs> they, they killed <laughs> They killed differently. My, my, my dad signed up. <laughs> 
without the dad signed up. For without the, bias. He only asked one thing. He only asked one thing. Says, if I sign up, will you let me kill Germans? That's all he asked. He says, okay. okay. I'm right now. That's it. Um, scientists at the National Institution of Health sequenced the human genome, which set a new course for developing ways to diagnose and treat diseases like cancer, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's. The God, that, this, that, that agency does basic scientific research, which... Morty, that was Genentech. Private, that private, was a private company. Here. Private industry Genentech. never does... But private industry never does basic industry because the, pay, the payback is way too long. That's why the government created the internet and the GPS and all of these things because there's no instant payback. Anyway, the most important things. The National Cancer Institute has made many discoveries in the treatment of the disease. Labor laws guarantee you cannot permanently be replaced if you strike over unfair labor practices. Economic statistics keeping helps track inflation and numerous other efficacious data. The, the Do Not Call registry makes it easier for consumers to stop getting telemarketing calls that they don't want. I can, I can testify that that's not an agency that works because I, I get those calls all days. The NIH, the National Institute of Health, does basic funding before the the private uh, pharma, biotech and pharmaceutical companies take hold of it and and make all the profits from it. But we still the citizenry benefits. The justice uh, court system is run by the government. The justice department and court system is run by the government. The SEC is run by the government. Not perfectly, but without the SEC, think of all the rapes and and, and, and schemes that would be taking advantage. Bill had Madoff, Morty. Yeah. Bill had Madoff and Stan Bank and Freed in spite despite, of the SEC. Despite, okay. despite the SEC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Go ahead. And um, the national highway system is, is run by the government. Truth in advertising is run by the government. And I mentioned this before. Clean water and air regulations are run by the government. Without those, our lives would be unbelievably impossible. And, and we can't let private industry, which does enormously tremendous wealth and under capitalism they're incentivized to do good things because you only get good profits if you produce things that people want and need so capitalism is the best structure but with, but if it was let run uh, you know totally free enterprise laissez-faire it would be you know we found out that mankind is man is if un uncontrolled, it has evil inclinations, and we have to do something about uh, about 
that kind of behavior. Look, I, I'm driving three o'clock. I think government has evil results. That's my concern. I'm, I'm yes, men do have evil inclinations, but government produces mostly evil results. And right. I believe in I gave individual initiatives, and I do believe government controls. I gave you this whole list. These res yeah. The results of these are not always Many of them are valid, Morty. Many but of your points are well taken. They don't include, they don't produce uh, evil... Uh, uh, yeah, harmless results and harmful results. Uh, harmful results and and ministers of disinformation do pr produce bad results. And using the Equal Opportunity Council to basically dictate that people should get hired by color, not by character or capability, does produce terrible results. And that's how it's being abused right now. But many of the things you said, Morty, is correct, and I agree with you. And that's why I want to end on a positive note. Something completely different. I want to talk about one word now, chutzpah, okay? Yeah. Audacity. At the American chutzpah. Audacity. Audacity is what I feel is the engine that can take us out of all the trouble we have right now. Let me give you an example. I was at the American Ar Architects Institute, AIA Association, in Chicago after the AIA convention. They had a big event there in the Chicago Museum, and I... They had a phone call, and it's one of my customers, Lou, from American Management, which is one of my tenants, saying, Brett, I want to tell you what a great guy your son is. He just drove up in his Porsche in front of Fresco Italian Restaurant. I saw him walk in. He opened the door because it was raining and held his umbrella and let this beautiful girl out of the car, passenger seat, let, him in the, let her in the restaurant, sat her down, drove, parked the car. I didn't want to interrupt because they were engaged in such great conversation, but when it was still raining after he paid the bill, he ran outside in the rain, got the car, opened the door, and got her in the porch and drove off. What a nice guy. What a wonderful guy. What a gentleman. I said, Lou, that's a beautiful story, but there's only two problems. One is my son is 14. He doesn't have a driver's license or even a learner's permit. And second, the little bastard, he stole my car. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. Yeah, but you know, that guy got it right because that young man epitomizes you, and that's why exactly. you're you're the wrong guy to describe to describe what other other companies, other capitalists practice. So you're special. As long as you're talking about sons, I'll figure. I'll, I'll, no, I'll end with a a story about two old guys Please. that are retiring Please. and say who should. Succeed us, you know. We're old. We got everything. So one of them says, "Why doesn't your son replace us?" He said, "My son, you know how stupid he is." Wait, let me call him in. He calls him and he says, "Son, here's ten dollars. Go out, buy me a new car." And with that, the son runs out. He says, "See, what an idiot! You're going to make him the head of the company." I didn't. He didn't ask me what kind of car, what color, what what make, what nothing. He didn't ask me anything. He says. Okay, I, I say, we can't turn him over to you. How about, uh, we, the other guy says, how about we turn it over to your son? He says, you think, you, you, my son, you think your son is stupid? Wait, let me call him my son. He says, my son, would you run down to the corner to the barber shop and see if I'm there? And with that, the son runs out. The two, in due course, the two sons meet. The first son says to the other son, he says, you know how dumb my father is? He goes out, tells me to go out, gives me $10, go out and buy a car. He doesn't tell me what kind of car, 
what, what color, what, it doesn't tell me anything, just buy a car. So, he's an idiot. The, the other guy, a kid says, you think your, your father's an idiot? Your father's stupid. My father's the biggest idiot I ever saw. He tells me, run down the corner to the barbershop and see if I'm there. He could have called up. <laughs> anyway, God bless you. I wish everybody were like you. We wouldn't need government. But absent... Same here, Morty. Absent uh, you, you being... You running things, I wouldn't have a problem, Morty. Absent you're being, you being even a, a partial role model... Uh, Government is, is essential and does amazingly good things. God bless you and carry on your fabulous work. I love you. And my entire audience come by next week, 6.30, and we'll try to discuss another subject. And when it's right, we're going to have a, a, a Brett back if there's a subject that he thinks he could cover well, and he can cover lots of subjects well. We're going to have him back because he's terrific. The last time he was on, I got so many compliments for him, not for me, for his wisdom. Anyway, <laughs> next, week, six, next week, the same time, same station, 6.30, Morty Davis, the war, war, voice of wisdom. Have a great week. Have a great day. Have a great every day. Each day of your life should be better than the prior day. God bless you. Bye-bye.